This is the Undercover Woo Podcast, Episode 2 with Ursula Menchez, mom, wife, speaker, best selling author, and founder of Sales Coach Now, who teaches people how to increase their sales by up leveling their mindset. Hi, and welcome to the Undercover Woo Podcast. I am your host, Abby Lou Walker. I'm a mom, wife, author, and the founder and CEO of Vivian Liu, a multi-million dollar company that sells insoles for high heels. But we're not here to talk about business. We're here to explore all things woo, one conversation at a time. From astrocartography and breathwork to yoni steam baths and zodiac signs, this podcast is an invitation for fellow newbies and non-believers to join me as I venture deeper into the world of woo. My wish is that these conversations help both you and me find ways to quiet our self-doubt, live unapologetically, feel less overwhelmed, clean the homes and bodies in which we live, strengthen our intuition, and become unstoppable in our pursuit of peace and freedom. Let's go. Thank you for agreeing to be part of this. I'm so oh, incredibly gosh. grateful that you want to be a guest. I'm honored. <laughs> Why wouldn't they want to be a guest? Of course, I'd be a first guest. Like, come on, that's the biggest honor. Okay. So you are known as a sales coach and a sales expert, but I think a lot of what you do is mindset coaching, helping people kind of hold a bigger vision of themselves and their dreams um, to help them move to the next level. So while your title says sales coach and sales expert, you are so much more to so many more people. Um, One of my favorite quotes of yours is from your book, One Great Goal, and in it you write, If a dream has been placed on your heart and is circulating through your mind, that is your message. The message cannot be any clearer. Stop questioning what you already know. So I'd love to hear from you about um, and talk to you a little bit about those messages and burning desires that people get. How do people who are kind of new to receiving messages like these or getting these little pings, how do they tune into them? Oh, such a good place to start. I'm so excited <laughs> to have this conversation. So, uh, oh, well, I think we live in a time when there's just so many distractions that we don't we don't listen to our bodies. We don't listen to the thoughts beneath the thoughts. In one great goal, since you referenced that, I talk about the whispers. They're yep. always there, and you know it. We know what we know, even if we deny it, right? Like it's floating there. Like you, you might get this idea of like, oh, you know, wouldn't it be cool to write a book? Or, whew, you know, I, I would love to be doing something different. Like I remember the, I, I remember the exact place I was sitting. I was in the corporate world. I was president of a twenty million dollar company. I had made it, and I sat in that chair. And I remember the thought dropping in of, oh, I'm so done. Like I just, there's something else for me, and I have no idea what it is. Um, I kind of felt this pull to coaching at that time. And back then it was before coaching was really a big thing, but I felt this, like I felt it drop in, but it was so uncomfortable that I had to push it away and just say, no, 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 no. And what ended up happening is I developed chronic shingles and it was just this crazy journey, which took me on this healing path. Like, so I had to be dragged through chronic shingles and a lot of mental pain and anguish to get on my path of coaching because it took me to the NLP Institute of California, which is where I, I, you know, learned NLP, neurolinguistic programming, and became a coach. So my point is that often it's really uncomfortable to hear what's dropping in or what we're feeling in our heart. For some of us, in our chest, our stomach, right? For some of you, it's like you hear something like it's like voices in your head, right, telling you to make the shift. And so, if it's uncomfortable and you feel like you're pushing it away, it's 
probably the thing you need to listen to. It's probably the thing to tune into. It's so true. And it's so funny how different people experience it differently. <laughs> you know, like yes. they can feel it in their stomach or they could get like chills down their back. But it, it's, I think once you are willing to accept or listen, it, the message is so loud and clear. You can't, you can't deny it. <laughs> It'll keep showing yes. up. Yeah. Well, and, and I think people think it's like, is that my imagination? Or, you know, since we're talking about woo, are those my spirit guides? Like, what is that? And I, I think what's important is it doesn't matter who or what, as long as it feels like it's in your highest good, right? But to pay attention to whatever it is that's showing up, because you're right, like the messages are always coming through. And sometimes, like, I get a lot of messages from um, license plates, which I love. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'll be like wrestling with something. All of a sudden, this license plate, um, is right in front of me. Like I think right when the pandemic started, um, there was somebody had a license plate and it was hard. Some of them are hard to figure out. I think it was like God's with you or something. It was like right in front of me. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And so notice how messages, images, feelings, thoughts show up for you because you're right. They are different for everybody. And it doesn't really matter how the messages are coming. They're coming to you for a reason. It is so funny that you mentioned license plates. So yesterday, I was strumming with the intro. (laughs) Yesterday, strumming with the intro to the podcast. And I was like, I don't like the words. I don't like the music. I have to redo this. And so I decided to go take a little drive. The first stoplight I pulled up to, it was a white car and the license plate. It was just like typical, like Colorado numbers. But, you know, it wasn't like a vanity plate or anything. It was yeah. Woo, W-O-O, 911. I was like, <laughs> what? And so I sat there and the light turned green. And all of a Whoa. sudden I was like, here are the words I want to use in my intro. Here's this. Here's this. So I like had my text on like voice texting myself <laughs> all of these words that I wanted to use. It was crazy. So fun. I love it. But that was the first time a license plate has ever caught my attention. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I know. Okay. So once people hear these pings or identify their dream, what's next? Like how do people take it to the next level? Oh, yeah. So it sounds funny, but I think acceptance is the first step because typically when we're changing a path or making a quantum leap or making a big shift that we desire and we have this dream we want to follow there's the the shadow side to that or the flip side or, you know, the, the, the other piece of it that, you know, there's the negative and the positive, right? So there's the, I'm going to make the shift, but then there's the fallout or the, the things that might change because I'm following my dream. And our ego knows that, that subconscious part of, which isn't bad. The ego is like keeping us on track, keeping us safe. But what will happen is that part can become bigger than our dream if we allow it to. So then it's like our fear of what could happen. Like if that, if we allow that to become bigger, we stop. And so the first thing is, like, if you can just sink into accepting your dream and what you really want and just be like, this is it. Like, this is what I want. And I don't have to let the fears or the negative side be bigger than they need to be. I can control that. And I can take the next step that's in front of me and keep going. Then you'll start to move. So part of it's that acceptance. And I think with acceptance comes the decision of, like, yep, I'm all in. I'm going to do this no matter what. 
because that is what unleashes the quantum leap. And I don't think a lot of people realize that because often we'll have, you know, one foot in our backup plan and one foot and this is what we want. Well, that's like saying to the universe, I want to move forward, but not really. I'm going to do it, but not really. So the results you get are like, oh, here we go, but not really, right? And I've been there. We've all been there, right? And so when you, when you accept the dream and you take it on, you're like, yes, this is what I want. You, you know, decide that the negative doesn't have to be bigger than what you desire. The next step will show up. And then it's like, all right, I'm just going to start taking those next steps. And the more you're in, the more like you're, I'm all in, the faster it can show up. But the more you have to manage sort of what we might consider the negative aspect, like the stuff that shows up that we don't want. But there's a way to manage that, especially when you have support from a community of people, a mastermind group, a coach, a mentor, a friend, somebody to help support you through that. So you keep going in spite of what might show up. I love that. So Two things. One, I think one of the most powerful lessons you taught me going through your program was burn plan B. Like before you do anything else, you decide what you want and then you burn your plan B. Like it's not even an option, which is so cool. And then um, you had mentioned masterminds. And the first mastermind I had ever been in was your mastermind. I think oftentimes when people think of masterminds, they want to be in a mastermind with people with similar people in similar industries and in similar status. Like I'm making a million dollars every year. Um, and in your mastermind, it was so many women from so many different levels of quote unquote success in so many different industries. And the, the gems that came out of those conversations were invaluable. So I, I totally agree with masterminds and coaches and finding someone to hold that bigger dream for you um, so you don't get bogged down by your limiting beliefs and, and negative thoughts. So yes. outside of that, so let's say someone who is new to this can't necessarily afford a coach right now or afford a mastermind or whatnot. How do you recommend people, like what are some steps that people can take themselves to kind of overcome these negative or self-limiting beliefs? Yeah. So there was a time when I, you know, wasn't, when I first launched my business, I wasn't sure what I could afford because I was really bootstrapping it. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know about coaching in the beginning or how powerful it could be or what I really even needed. And so I left the corporate world and I'm out there and I just immersed myself. I'm a reader, so I'm still a reader. And I immersed myself in books. If there would have been podcasts then like this, I would have immersed myself in podcasts. So it was, and recordings, right? Like there were, there were recordings out there. So I would, all I would do all day long is, you know, when I had a break, I would either jump into a book that was supporting me on whatever that next thing is that, you know, I needed to learn at the time, or I would jump into a training online that, you know, I downloaded that I could. So immerse yourself in the support that you need. And that's a really inexpensive way. And now we have so much access to phenomenal podcasts like yours where you can get the support from people at for zero cost, right? But the key right. is to immerse yourself in it. Get that, get that support right now. It's available to you. And that's for everyone who's listening. That's why you're here right now because you're, you're seeking this kind of support. And one of the other things that you wrote, um, actually, I don't know if it was in your book or one of your seminars, but one of the things that you had said um, especially for those who are kind of scared to take the next step, always kind of reframe your mindset to like, don't be afraid, be of service. Don't be scared, be helpful. So find ways to be of service to other people or to be helpful. So like you're taking the focus off of you um, and putting it on being helpful to other people, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, and I was involved in a lot of different uh, networking groups, and I got on leadership boards. I was involved in charities. I got on those boards, and it was a great a great way for me to give back my skill set that I was developing and to make a lot of connections and for other people to see, you know, what I could offer them without being in a sales conversation immediately. So definitely, yes, like surround yourself, like get involved in those groups, those community organizations that whose missions you believe in. It's a great way to be of service and just so much good can come from that. Don't overdo it, but there are groups out there that might be calling to you. So once people start to feel the progress, because oftentimes I feel like maybe it's just the way I interpret it or I have experienced it, but I feel like you feel progress before you start to see progress. So you know you're moving in the right direction, but your bank account doesn't reflect it or the number of customers doesn't reflect it or what you're doing in your life doesn't reflect it yet. But once you start to feel that progress, how do people stay there? How do they stay in the flow of positive momentum? Yeah. So I think you need, like, just like in any other area of your business, your life, you need systems in place. And so here, an example of, you know, this time right now is, is we're having this conversation where you're sort of starting to come out the other side of what, quote unquote, the lockdowns of the pandemic, right? And so when yeah. I when I entered the front end of the pandemic, like everybody else, there was so much uncertainty. It was like, what's going to happen, right? And the second I got into uncertainty, like certain parts of business, like all of our keynotes, like events, everything just kind of started to stop. And there was there were some moments and some days where I was like, I have no idea where this is going to go, right? And, and just kind of picking up in the fear that was on in the world. But then I made a decision. I'm like, you know what? This is crazy. What am I doing, right? Get over it, Ursula. Get recommitted <laughs> to your goals and refocus on what you want and trust that 2020 can still unfold perfectly. And so then I got myself into a 30, I found a coach that I wanted to work with and they had this cool 30-day program, which was exactly what I needed in that moment. So I jumped into the 30-day program and I needed an exercise program as well. So every day, I'm still doing this, I run out the stairs in our house with weights and I listen to the same thing over and over again to get refocused on what I'm creating right now. So I'm a big believer in finding those people who are lifting you up, listening to it on the regular and developing, getting a system in place so that you, you stay in that energy, so to speak. You stay in that feeling because that feeling of reconnecting to my 2020 goals had to come first before I could start to see the fruits of that. And my business has exploded again, again, which I... I knew could happen, but I had never experienced a pandemic, so I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And what's interesting is as that as I made that shift, so many of our clients made that same shift because when we're in a community together, it's like the energy extends and expands and supports everyone, right? And so many of our clients, not all of them, some are, you know, because of their, you know, certain restrictions in certain states and they can't reopen, but those that are open, like they're coming back or some of them have actually had their best month ever, because they got recommitted to what they desired. So yes, the feeling comes first. And it's a lot of work because you might see fear and uncertainty all around you, but you have to trust that those are illusions. And the only truth is that you can create whatever you desire, no matter what's going on around you. You can. I love it. I love it. So how has woo played a role in your journey? Yeah. So Interestingly, Wu showed up pretty early for me. When I was when I was five, I saw an angel in my room and in my bedroom. And I wasn't scared. I felt protected. I felt safe. And it was during a time when my parents were going through a lot of turmoil. They were in the middle of their divorce. And it was the perfect time for me to see an angel and feel that connection. So from a pretty young age, I was very 
spiritual. I believed in angels. I believed in a higher power. I felt this connection that was much bigger than me, and it served me really well. And and then in my teenage years and as I got older, I just started to study. I read The Celestine Prophecy, which led me to a lot of other books uh, on intention. And once I got into the world of sales, that's when I found Dr. Wayne Dyer and The Power of Intention, which eventually led to me writing the book Selling with Intention. So that so it I when I look back, I see how, you know, these books and these teachings kept showing up in my life. Um, part of the woo journey for me expanded when, as I mentioned before, I had chronic shingles and I couldn't figure out what why. Like like I was super healthy, I was eating well, I was exercising. Every doctor was like, We have no idea why you have these. Here's some medication for you. And the medication was awful. And it made me feel terrible. And I'm like, this is just horrible. And so I was at a networking event one day and I, I just, I was so done. And I just said, angels, God, you know, somebody, please, just, I'm, I'm open. Like what can help me or heal this? And I ended up, as of course would happen, I ended up sitting next to someone who shared her story with me. She had severe agoraphobia for, I think she said 20 years, could not leave her house. Well, she's sitting next to me at a networking event. So something changed. And I was like, what, what happened? And she said, well, I met this healer and her name is Joy and she's phenomenal. And I'd never worked with a healer. I didn't really understand energy work. That was all new for me, but I was desperate. So I said, please connect me. So she did. And I went to Joy's office and I've been a client of Joy's ever since. Joy helped helped me no for no other way to say it, release the chronic shingles that I had and showed me this other layer of healing and of um just of us, you know, the human side, the soul side of us that also needed healing. So when you can heal things on the other side or the soul side, it can help you on the physical side. And now, you know, this is years later, it's like that's, you know, more of a well-known thing. It's more mainstream, you know, especially in California where I lived for 16 years, but definitely now even in Minnesota, I think this is becoming, you know, much more mainstream. But that was what really led me on this path was this, this healing journey, which then I started to go, wow, well, what is it? What, so if I can, if someone can help support me and help me manifest a healed body, you know, from chronic shingles for seven years, like what else is possible? And the second I asked that question, it was like a world of books and people and teachers started to show up for me. And I just, I learned very quickly that I'm much more in charge of manifesting what I want and what I desire in my life than I ever knew. Like I just didn't understand that. And I started to notice these themes, you know, that were in the Bible, they were biblical teachings that were also in spiritual teachings that were also in scientific teachings, like all of this started to weave together. And so I knew that part of my purpose on the planet was to bring all that together and really simplify it for people so that they could realize that they're not victims of circumstance, they're not victims of their situation. And given the right knowledge and the right experience and the right practices, they too could start to recreate the life they want. So that's been the journey. And over time, because of the, I think the nature of the work I've done, like my intuitive abilities have become much stronger, which serves me well in the coaching space because, you know, during a coaching session, if I can sort of move out of the way, right, and let these divine downloads come through, I can really serve my clients at the highest level because sometimes I say things and I don't even know why. I'm like, where did that come from? That's fascinating. My client's like, that's exactly what I needed right now. I'm like, oh, good. I'm so glad I can get out of the way. So in this space, like for me, it's like learning to hone these skills and these abilities that I don't talk a lot about, but clients, you know, like you were saying, like there's things that come out during sessions. You're like, that's really helpful. So really allowing that to flow through even more and more is happening as I continue to move my business 
forward. And I know that's I know that's what's supposed to be happening. And the side note to that is I've had some very famous and well-known intuitives scold me, <laughs> school me for not allowing this to come through even sooner in a much bigger way. So I hear you. I'm listening. Yes. And I just, I, for one, have been the beneficiary of some of these downloads. <laughs> like, <laughs> so thank you for getting out of the way and letting those messages Yeah. Through. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being open, right? Because every client who has shown up, who's been willing to open, like be open to what's coming through, um, that has allowed the, that, that channel to expand even more. So. Well, it was so funny. I mean, literally, I think one of the first ones was I had gone to one of your free seminars. I introduced myself after your free seminar. And within two minutes, you were looking at me and you're like, you need to double your price. I was like, wait, what? She doesn't even know my last name. She doesn't even know the name of my company, but she's telling me to double my price. And as soon as I did, it was a game changer for, for Vivian Liu in the business. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have goosebumps because that's it's so weird sometimes for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like the thought, like there's the thought that's like, okay, you're supposed to tell this person this thing. And then there's the, the logical side of me that's like, oh my gosh, you're so weird. Just like stop. You know, like there's this conversation. And I've had to tell that part of me to say, just be quiet for now. And um, and to use your word, right? Like it takes courage for all of us. We, we're all intuitive beings. We all have intuitive, we're born intuitive. And then over time, it's kind of like life sort of pushes us out of the way. And I know you know that and you tune into your intuitive abilities and all of your listeners, like you're here because you're intuitive and you need to hear this message, especially now when the, the world is very interesting, right? And so many things going on, so many messages, so much confusion. But what you have to trust is that there's so many illusions out there. But when you trust your knowing and your intuition and you really listen in, you will be guided. And so then you don't have to get lost in the noise. So true. So true. So I want to end on one question. And to be honest, I don't know if it will be included in the podcast. Oh, boy. I know it's, it's kind of a loaded question and I'm going to be asking this of all of my guests. In your opinion, do you think you can mix woo-woo with conventional religion? I think I just did. That can be a conflict for many people. And I understand that. And I, I, you know, I don't judge, you know, where people are, or where they're going. What I have noticed is that the religions of the world say very, let's say similar things. The um, metaphysicists say similar things. The quantum physicists say similar things. Like it all kind of, it all leads back to a source, this great source that we're all trying to figure out, right? That we're all trying to understand. And until we get to the other side, no one's going to know exactly how it all, how it all rolled out. But I think it's important to trust what's in your heart and what's showing up for you. And what I know is that at the base of every, every religion, every metaphysical teaching, all the spiritual teachings that there are out there, and even the quantum physicists, the scientists, they were all led to God, which for me is truth and love, right? It all leads to this place of love. So maybe we can all agree that that love does exist, right? Maybe that's the, the starting point or the ending point, depending on where you're looking. I love it. I love it. And I know that that's a loaded question. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so and thank you so much for joining me today I mean you honestly have been such a huge part of my journey um, and you have been able to hold 
my dreams for me before I was able to um, recognize them or take movement on them. So I, a huge um, amount of gratitude for you and um, just thank you for your support and thank you for being on the podcast. And uh, I can't wait to see where you go on your journey because <laughs> it's going to be so fun to follow. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And I think I, you know, while I've held this dream, you've been the one who has been courageous enough to run into your dream and continue to run. So it's an honor to know you, Abby. And I'm so delighted to be your first guest. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Undercover Woo. If you'd like to automatically get new shows every week, please subscribe to the Undercover Woo podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and other platforms. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be honored if you left a review. Please join the conversation about all things Woo by following us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Undercover Woo. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you peace, health, and happiness.